your eyes to the skies. It's time for Spaced Out on 95PFM, thanks to the Stardome Observatory and Planetarium. Kia ora to Josh Kirkley. What's up, dog? Yeah, hold on. Good. How's it going? Not bad, man. Not bad, actually. We're just uh, just taking stock, realising that the weather's actually quite nice. And um, finally a good day for looking at the stars. Just if you've finally got a, a good day for looking look at the stars if you've got a good telescope. Oh, yeah, she's definitely better, better taste of summer today. It's quite nice. Mm. Get the D. Get it, get it, get it. <laughs> it's good for you. Now, Josh, what's been, what's been happening in outer space news? Um, what do we have this week? We had um, old, old mate Jeff. Um, Jeff, Jeff Bezos? Bezos. Oh, money yeah, bags himself. Um, Is he the richest p- human on planet Earth? Not if he leaves every once in a while on his spaceships. Like third, maybe, maybe third richest person, maybe. Could his dad um, beat John's dad up, though? That's the question, really. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he's, um, it was, I think it was just yesterday, he announced um, he's, his company, Blue Origin, basically has announced plans for um, a new private space station. Mm-hmm. That they plan to um, yeah build this new thing and get it up probably potentially by the end of the decade. Um, but yeah, I think if anything, it's um, it's more just to see if it'll actually happen because he's his company's kind of been known for just talking a bit of smack. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Is this all kind of like a oh, well, you don't want to muck around with me? I'm just going to build my own space station. Because yeah, it, yeah, it was a weird proposal because I mean. That, his company, they also have this giant rocket that they're building, and it's for years been touted as um, like a direct competitor to SpaceX. But, the, you know, the rocket's still not flown, and we've kind of not seen a huge amount of progress. Mm. Um, and, you know, SpaceX has been doing it for years now. So, yeah, I guess time will tell us actually, you know, do build a private space station. It's a pretty big task. Is it quite hard competing for the human resource to actually, you know, design and build it? Are there, there must be a limited, fairly limited number of personnel with the actual experience necessary to make space station or oh, rocket. Yeah. And why, yeah, why not make a public yeah. space station? <laughs> exactly, but I know you're totally right. It's because, you know, these are extremely, you know, educated and smart individuals and there's not, you know, a huge amount of literal rocket scientists in the world, but um, yeah, funnily enough, actually, when, when Blue Origin, when they lost out on that contract for the moon lander for NASA, um, one of their top engineers actually jumped the ship and they went over to SpaceX um, and many people had actually left the company at that point. So, yeah, I think there's definitely a bit of um, bit of to and fro between the actual, you know, employers and getting that workforce, which mm. is pretty essential. It's fuzzy because we know that NASA will do anything to get the rocket scientists, don't we? <laughs> yeah, even um, even just harboring some Nazis. We know yeah. about the Nazis. Yeah, it's fuck. It's crazy <laughs> yeah, exactly. that story. Yeah, it's like, oh shit. Okay. Yep. Intelligence is yeah, worth, yeah, worth quite totally, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Look into that, everyone. Yeah, like We're not going to cover that off right now, guys. Everyone, just look into that, please. Now, this, <laughs> the space station itself that he's proposing to build, would it be pretty similar to the ISS, or would it have, like, a cool spa or something No one else? knows, man. It's going to be private. So, <laughs> And this is like an MTV water, Cribs so. that goes on up there. We don't... No one's going to... Oh, yeah. A hey, sauna? Welcome to my space club. Um, yeah, I mean, they've, re- like, they've released renders and, you know, photos of what looks like. I mean, it looks very nice. It looks modern, and it would definitely be a lot smaller than... Um, the International Space Station because, you know, technology now is much um, smaller. It's easier to make, kind of looks a lot cleaner. But, yeah, the, the big thing is just that they can even get it done because they also contracted with um, Boeing and Boeing is also notoriously known for having delays with their own space program and their Starliner capsule, which still hasn't reached the space station. So, yeah, I guess we'll see if they can actually get it done. And then what's the plan? Just muck around up there? 
I don't know. I guess it's more like I think the the wider you know the wider thing about this is actually that in the future this the idea of a private space station is going to be quite common because you know mm. NASA's obviously and other space agencies have paid for the space station, but the ISS is really expensive and it's it's a lot of money to maintain. Mm. So I think in the future you will actually have a lot more private space stations where instead of NASA paying for the entire space station, they actually simply um, send their astronauts there and almost like, you know, rent it out basically to do science. It's just going to be a lot cheaper for them. Okay, so it will be a science centre, not like a, a place for rich billionaires from Dubai to like oh, chill out. Oh, John, we're going uh, well, to need those, we're yeah. going to need that cash, mate, so I'll just stop you I there. mean, it is Jeff Bezos, so you never know, he's probably going to have a few modules for some rich people to go have a little holiday too, so you never know. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And uh, what's NASA up to? What's NASA up to? Launches um, Lucy to the tro- Trojan oh. asteroids. Sounds pretty Yeah, radical. so we, we just had their latest um, interplanetary, kind of between the planet spacecraft called Lucy, which is going to... It's basically going to fly past eight asteroids. It's a really impressive mission over 12 years. It's a pretty pretty big mission. Mm. Um, but yeah, they, they launched it successfully, but they, they found out that they've just had some issues with the solar panel. One of the um, solar panels unfilled, and it's not latching or it's not locked in position. So, yeah, they're kind of just uh, working out if that's actually going to be a big problem in the future, but hopefully not. Brand new spacecraft. Is this for powering? Is it I mean, Obviously, it's solar panel for powering, but how crucial would it be? Does it have some other sort of power source on board? Yeah, well, it's. I think the, the really important thing is because the spacecraft is going to the Trojans, these are asteroids that live near Jupiter, and, you know, out there, the sun is probably 2-3% the strength of Earth. So there's not a lot of sunlight there to begin with. So right. it was designed with these massive, like, 7-metre diameter panels, two of them. Um, so, yes, that, that energy is actually really crucial. It's not just, oh, it'll just go closer to the sun. It actually does need as much power as it can get, and it doesn't have another power source. Um, so, yeah, ho- hopefully it doesn't cause too much of a problem. I know the solar panel is open. I just don't think it's locked in place. Um, but, yeah, I guess we'll have to say... Hey, just, I'm curious how NASA decides what they're going to do because I assume NASA is like a American public-funded thing, is it, or is it private, or...? Yeah, they're, they're funded on taxpayer dollars. Right, yep. so so they must have some kind of voter system. Is it much like a Parliament, where something we get drawn from a hand, it's like, oh, shit, looks like we're flying off to the asteroid belt, let's make those things. Or, like, who? Oh, yeah, you know, how do they decide yeah, what they're going to do, and, and do the American people have a say in it, or are they just... Like, how does it work? Yeah, no, it's, it's actually, fuck? like... Yeah, you're totally right, actually. It's kind of a democratic process for the scientists. So mm. if you're a scientist, basically, NASA has you know a certain amount of funding for different programs. Yes. And basically, scientists come to them and say, hey, we want to build this spacecraft. We want it to do this. This is our scientific goals. Yeah. And they basically bid for funding to get, um, yeah, funding money to actually get these spacecraft made. So a lot of these missions, um, like Lucy, was one of those programs where, scientists had proposed it it ended up getting to the finals and then it was picked um, along with another spacecraft two of them got picked so yeah you get a lot of missions that never mm. end up happening um and then there's lots of things that we still want to happen and they just go to different um you know funding applications but yeah it is very kind of democratic as to how they pick it what's what's so interesting about the jupiter oh sorry the trojan asteroids yeah so they're, they're basically um basically asteroids in space you know going around the sun but there's a group of asteroids that's near jupiter uh, both in front and behind the planet mm. where basically they're trapped in these really stable orbits because the gravity of the sun and jupiter um actually holds them in place so they don't have as you know as a chaotic life as the asteroids and asteroid belt 
So the, the rocks are there, we believe. We've never seen them before, um, but we think that they kind of represent some of the oldest and well-preserved rocks anywhere in the solar system. So, you know, if we get up close and actually study them, it would, it would tell us a lot about um, Earth's formation and, you know, how Earth came to be and give us definitely, a, you know, a big insight into how the entire solar system formed. Okay. Are you sure? So right at the end of that, they're not going to just write like a couple of paragraphs and then be like, but God did it. <laughs> uh, no, no, definitely not. <laughs> the default. That would be, that would be all science is how someone has to tie back into it. But God, but, but, but by the way, way, God did that. But, <laughs> That's a cop out. <laughs> That's perfect. Eh? He just sums it all up nicely. Now, the uh, James Webb Space Telescope has arrived in French Guiana. Guiana, yeah. She's, uh, she's finally French. I think it's Guiana. Yeah, okay, it's a colony of. Well, Ga- Ghana's a place in Africa, so I assume it's like a. Yeah. No. It's about to fill in. I'm I not. I'm not French reading Guiana. it. I'm just yeah. assuming that you're saying it weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that that's um, that country. It's a colony of France, but it's basically their spaceport is in that country because it's close to the equator. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get a bit of a speed boost if you launch there. But yeah, James Webb is, you know, finally actually ready to be launched i think a lot of us are you know pretty excited to finally get up there after decades of delays at this point now what's interesting about the james webb space telescope why is this such a special project yeah i mean it's it's kind of like the success of the hubble so if you you know for astronomers if you think back to when hubble launched in the 90s um that that yeah that completely changed our understanding of not just astronomy but everything and all the sciences and it really gave us a massive understanding of the size of the universe and the age and all that stuff it really and permeated it, into popular culture really like everyone knows oh massively Hubble, and like Hubble. Hubble Hubble is like iconic like yeah. even if you don't know much about astronomy people exactly. know the name of that telescope yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah James Webb is basically just this massively you know more complicated and larger telescope which is kind of set to potentially give us just as much break for an understanding that Hubble did you know almost over 30 years ago now so yeah, we're quite excited. Right on. And uh, NASA's moon missile is ready. That's a good way to put it, a moon missile. Oh, tell us about this moon missile. <laughs> yeah, so um, it's, it's part of NASA's Artemis program. So I know we've talked about it. This is the one to get people back to the moon. So they've basically, they've finalized this script, which has also been heavily delayed, just like the James Webb, but um, they've stacked it all together. It's basically ready to go. They're kind of conducting final tests and we think we now have a launch date which will be february next year so they'll be sending the spacecraft called orion which will actually take people this will be an uncrewed test um but it'll basically fly to the moon orbit the moon and then come back to earth so it's going to test kind of all those critical systems so early next, next year one. yeah oh, early next that's year, cool yeah. and then once once you know if, if that's successful we plan to have artemis 2 which will actually have people on board so yeah we're getting pretty close to finally getting people back to the moon when they go around the dark side of the moon do they have have they thought about just getting like an epically strong light and just beaming on it and just have a look <laughs> have a look at the moon mm, just have a look. the bit that yeah, we don't see it right it's never facing us whatever kind of thing i mean we have seen it we've seen it from like satellites and stuff we just don't see it from our um yeah, yeah getting, i just get the yeah, put it up to max brightness. <laughs> Space. <laughs> We're going to need max brightness. Yeah, I, I always think, though, like if you imagine, you know, the astronauts, so when they are on the far side of the moon, um, because it's, they're basically blocked from the Earth, Cold those are the times that they have no communication with Earth. Yeah. Yeah, you can just like do whatever. You can get your iPhone and try and light up the moon for sure. 
a million mile high club get amongst eh? yeah but yeah pretty exciting hopefully it actually does launch and isn't delayed but yeah look forward to it awesome awesome right. Josh is there anything happening online with the Stardome online yeah I mean we've still got our Ask an Astronomer program um, we also do we do like online sessions for schools so I've been doing a couple of those this week um, so yeah if we've got any teachers out there that have schools and they don't know what the hell to do with their students after 10 weeks call um, the Stardome yeah, <laughs> What yeah, do we, we do Zoom sessions, so we just, like... What's your Zoom, what's your Zoom backdrop? Is it, like, Cosmic Airs, or...? Um, oh, it's, it's a picture of the South Island from space. Oh, nice, nice. There's heaps yeah, of good photos of the South Island, funnily enough. Not a lot of, of the North Island, though. North Island's I know, not as long and specifically, like, I trawl for photos from the space station of the North Island, and they just seem to be obsessed with the South. I mean, fair enough, but, yeah, we don't have much of the North. Okay, you can see the curvature in that picture, too, eh? Mm, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Hmm. <laughs> All right, everyone out there, you can get in touch with Josh at the Stardome if you are a teacher and you are looking something to look, looking for something to do with your students. Buzz them out. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I'll head to the, the Stardome online to um, see what else is up. And anything else, Josh Kirkley? Don't know why we're yeah, using your last it, name yeah. today. We just kind of decided to just <laughs> chuck it in. Yeah, Kirkley, it's true. good. It's a good last name. I like how it just kind of wraps up. Kirkley. Stay quickly. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's we're obviously still closed, but um, we're hoping that if we can open over summer, we'll actually be open over that typical. Often we close down for two weeks. We probably won't this year. Right on. So yeah, hope, hopefully we can uh, get people back in for the start of in December. Nice one. All right, brother. We'll take it easy out there. We'll catch you in a couple of weeks. All right. You too. Talk to you later. Cheers, babe. Bye. Control. We are docked. That was spaced out on 95 BFM, thanks to the Stardome Observatory and Planetarium.